Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around we are looking at Oversight. This is the third short story in the X-Files Trust No One collection that was released in July of 2015. The date given on the page for this is December 12th, 1994, which slots it in between Red Museum and Excelsius Day, assuming those episodes take place on the day they are released. It is an interesting concept. This is accountants looking at the X-Files and saying, you are not producing like an FBI unit should, you're not leading to arrests, you're not closing enough cases, and they are ready to shut the X-Files down from a purely financial standpoint. And Skidder is the only one aware of this, but the accountant who has that conversation with him is attacked in her home. He finds out because the FBI monitor 911 calls for agents in jeopardy and goes to the hospital. And Skinner is the agent. In note here, he's got one brief phone conversation with Mulder, and Scully does not appear in the story at all. So Skinner does take a much more active role, which is always nice. It's a good break from the, the ordinary. And in season two here, he is still married to Sharon, although their marriage is not in good shape. But he ultimately finds out that the assailant belongs in the X-Files, in this case does, because the assailant was someone looking for a cure for blindness using echolocation, and prior to working with the FBI, this accountant recommended that his project be shut down because he wasn't getting results. Now that he's figured out the echolocation, he attacked this woman at her home. So Skinner was able to figure that out with Mulder's help, and went to the Smithsonian and got the recording of moths that specifically mess up bat echolocation, which is enough to stop her assailant, and ultimately brings him to justice. And this is the event that saves the X-Files from the accountant perspective. So in terms of the character arcs, this is firmly set in 1994. It may be hard to place at the time of this recording. I'm actually recording everything in the order that they are published, just to track that more easily. It doesn't appear on the xfilesorder.com yet, partly because during the course of the story, we get some conflicts here. Specifically, that yes, while it is dated and while his relationship with Sharon does place this in the first half of season two, but late in that first half, we also get activities like searching for information on a cell phone, which just wasn't a thing in 1994. So while it does expedite the actual case history and keeps the short story moving, it would have been nice, I think, if they'd written another way for him to have done that research quickly. But it is an entertaining story written by Aaron S. Rosenberg, who was born on October 13th, 1969, so that's another legitimate 1013 birthday if Wikipedia's information is accurate. And Rosenberg has written full novels for Star Trek, Starcraft, Warcraft, Exalted, Stargate Atlantis, and Warhammer, plus work in other places like iCarly and so on. A lot of that are young adult, including the Star Trek Starfleet Corps of Engineers series, which were released in digital format only starting in 2001, and wasn't quite successful enough to continue, so that 
series of young adult novels about the engineers in those STEM professions was shut down just before Amazon launched the Kindle and really turned ebooks into a thing. Those books are currently available through Scribd, S-C-R-I-B-D, both the website and the app. So if you have a subscription, you can check those out if you are so inclined. I've actually read the first couple myself, and, you know, as young adult novels go, they are enjoyable and are definitely Star Trek in both setting and spirit. So ultimately, this story is entertaining enough. If anything, I wish it were a little bit longer. It's a bit on the shorter side. And adding that length would have given us a better way for Skinner to do that research and also make the ending a little less abrupt because Skinner does most of his prep off page. So Mulder puts him on track and then on the page we see him confront the villain and as he's doing that confrontation he explains everything he had done in between. So we could have seen a little bit more. But yeah, ultimately, it is enjoyable and well worth checking out. And that's about all I have to say about Oversight. In our next podcast episode, we'll be going back to the X-Files Trust No One collection that was published in July of 2015. And of course, no short story collection about a licensed property would be complete without a story by Kevin J. Anderson. Anderson wrote the 15th and final short story in this collection, titled Statues, that we will be discussing in two weeks' time. Thank you for listening.